Hey everybody, welcome to the Punk Till I Die podcast number 33. I'm one of your hosts, Tom Trauma, and somewhere out there is the other host, Liverpool Neil. Say hi, Neil. Hey everybody here. I just got clawed. How you doing, man? Just got clawed by my cat, that's how I'm doing. <laughs> Tried to jump in my lap and then was hanging on for grim death because it didn't jump high enough, so that was fun. Claude, you, did it get any of your uh, essentials, uh, your essential organs down there? Or close, just like but thank God no. It was Sometimes it's close. an advantage to not have excessive amounts of those things, huh? Well, I'll tell you what. I'm uh, glad I had jeans on because sometimes I do this in shorts when I'm just sitting oh, yeah. there. So I'm really glad I had jeans on today because Canal that would have ripped the hell out of my thighs. So I am I am in my pillow fortress of solitude. I had to work this morning, so I am in like uh, sweatpants. So okay. I wouldn't be able to fend off any uh, animal attacks <laughs> on my groin. <laughs> do you, do you have? So. Oh, you have you have dogs, right? We have a dog, yes, yeah, Sheena. Oh, Sheena, Sheena, that's right. Rocker. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She is about ten years old, and she is out for a brisk walk right now. I tell you what. In these troubled times, nobody's happier than the damn dog because the dog is getting so much exercise. And she was getting fat. She's old. She's, you know, like I said, 10 years old. Um, but, yeah, she's she's loving it. So, yeah. yeah. And, probably so, the, and probably the cats are pissed off that I'm here because the cats are just the opposite, right? They're yeah, like, yeah, what the no, fuck are you doing it, here all day? It was, like a, it was like a meme going around, right? This dog's like, oh, I love this. People working at home. And the cats are like, why don't you leave? Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Cats do, exactly. Cats do, evil, cats do evil things while we're gone. Well, it's funny. I was actually just trying to figure out how long this stuff's been going on for, and I think I think like the twenty third of April. Today is the twenty fifth yeah. of April. Twenty fifth of April. I think the twenty yep. third of March or something was when I started working from home every other week. So we are more than a month into this thing. I think it was like the twentieth that I got sent home and said, "Hey, we're going to do this alternating week schedule." I think uh, yeah. So we're think... over a month in, and the fact of the matter is, now I, to remind people, I'm in Michigan. You're in Illinois. Illinois has extended this stay-at-home thing till at least the end of May, as of now. Right. Yeah, that's right. Got another pretty month much of guar- this. guaranteeing that I don't come down for a visit. Um, <laughs> and, and Michigan, to this point, has has pushed it out to the middle of May. Um, and, and I, I don't know that that'll be the end of it, but it's it's interesting though. I've been watching the neighboring states specifically like Indiana and Ohio, the states that I have relatively easy access to. Um, and they're both saying that they're not going to extend it. Well, so I you think you'll be th- able to hear the dollars sucking through the border of, of Michigan and Illinois into the neighboring states, right? Well, I think it depends if they have a, like a Republican governor or a um, Democratic governor, right? Because the ones that have Democratic governors are more likely to extend it. The Republican governors are more likely to uh, call an end to the whole thing, right? So... Yeah, I think there's, I think there's definitely some truth to that. But it's, you know, the thing is, I think it's, you know, even in Michigan, what's what's going on is we have a, it's really bad in the Detroit area, mm-hmm. which is, you know, 150, Makes sense. 150 yeah. miles from me, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm over here on the much sparser population side of the state. Um, and I, my, my, the thing is, you know, a state like Illinois, a state like Michigan, where there's one city that dominates the the state, I just wonder about the one size fits all approach. Yeah, I get that. We have counties, we have counties in Northern Michigan where there's zero COVID cases. So I I don't know. I, I, I don't know what the right answer is. I, I would hate to be the guy making the decision because I hate to bankrupt the country, but I hate to kill a bunch of people. So. No, it's a difficult. Actually, it, it, maybe I like both those things. I don't know. Maybe I'm for both. I don't know. Whatever. No, it's a difficult. I don't want to bankrupt myself. <laughs> it's a difficult. It's a difficult one, and that's what makes me so angry about some. You know, the political party that's not in power always making fun of the party that's in power. And I'm not just talking about the U.S. I'm talking about the U.K. Yeah. I'm talking about however nobody knows how to fucking handle this. Well, it's, so it's, 
it's funny, you know, I, I, I am not a partisan person and I, I look at the people who are and it's like everything the Democratic governor does is good and everything Trump does is bad. Either that or it's the opposite. Everything Trump does is good and right. everything my Democratic governor does is bad. It's like, yeah. meanwhile, they're doing the same, pretty much the same crap. And the fact of the matter is, if the shoe were on the other foot, you'd be saying the other thing. It's like, give exactly. up this stupid party allegiance, would you? Yeah. And, and, and like, you know, what the basic thing is, nobody knows. This is, you know, no. the first time we've well, been, we've been doing this. To be, the models have proven to be a joke. And, and, you know, it's one of those things. If, if they don't get the death toll that was anticipated, half the crowd is going to say, well, it's because we did the stay-at-home thing. And the other half of the crowd was going to say this was all unnecessary. So I, I don't know. I'm watching Sweden, man. That's the main thing. I'm watching Sweden, and I'm real interested in – because they've handled this totally differently. They are basically said if you're at high risk, stay home. But they haven't shut down the bars. They haven't shut down the restaurants. And they're trying for the herd immunity thing. Yeah. And, I mean, and, we'll, and we'll, see how that, we'll see how that works. I mean, I, I don't know. It's a, it's Obviously, there's a certain amount of risk involved with it. But, you know, they've been testing a bunch of people in New York, and they found that something like 20% of the people they tested randomly already had, were essentially inoculated from it or already had the antibodies. So it, 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 maybe that makes sense. I, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not a scientist, but. I play one on TV. Um, exactly. I've read, I did say it at Holiday Inn Express once. I read, <laughs> I, read the, I, I read up on the Sweden thing a little bit, and it's not as cut and dried as, as, as people make out because um, people in Sweden, much like people in Germany, um, very disciplined. And even though the bars and shit haven't been closed, People are still doing the social distancing thing, and like they did some, um, like one of the big ho- holiday resorts that people normally go to, like uh, business was down like ninety six percent or something. So people are doing it voluntarily, which I, you know, I some people see, see, would say that's actually, fine. Like you know, if you go down to fest this year, yeah. that would actually be like ideal for you because there'd be no hugging. <laughs> You know? Yeah, yeah. Well, they'll be like this... no, they'll be hugging in masks. You know, <laughs> you can look at the silver lining. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's weird times, and you know, and and when we started this this show, we've we've kind of let it go where it wanted to go. You know, it's just basically two guys sitting around shooting the shit about punk rock stuff, and then we've gone wherever we go, and I don't think that's going to change. You know, but the the fact of the matter is, we, we because of um, we not we're not able to really have any more. Our normal adventures, <laughs> we uh, yeah. are more inclined to have have guests on, and be also because the bands can't tour and stuff. We we actually seem to be having an ability to reach to that almost anybody's willing to come on, which which is amazing. So I think what I'm trying to say here is over the next you know probably month or so, we're probably going to be doing a little heavier guests you know a guest show and yeah. like you and i have had private conversations where we're like we won't do two guest shows in a row because that's not really what the show's about but i think for the time being maybe we make some adjustments on that yeah i mean it's fine so, uh, i'm just kind of i'm just kind of warning people and that being said like next week watch everybody will bail on us and we won't just be me and you sitting around talking about our new records well which I is think, fine because we haven't done that for a while but i th- i think one of the things about this show is though i mean you know some shows if they say they're gonna have guests on it's just very cut and dried oh you know let's be talking about the latest album or whatever and that kind of yeah. thing whereas with us it's normally just like people sitting on at a bar talking right and that's yeah that's kind, actually, that's kind of what it is actually, so it's not an interview show really it's just no. and, and we don't mind helping people promote things you know honestly oh yeah it's not it's it's but you're right and i mean we've had a couple recently and i won't name names but you guys can figure it out if you've been listening loyally where we have been trying to help them pimp their stuff and, <laughs> and they, they won't sort of suck at it. <laughs> yeah they suck at it exactly exactly they can't yeah. Help themselves, so. yeah 
So anyway, you know, so so a couple months ago, we did a show where we essentially played a bunch of the bands that we were sad that the shows had been canceled. And this is going to be volume two of that. Yeah, that so was April. Be, this will be May. Okay. Yeah, right? and it's going to be music heavy. Maybe, yeah, even even June, maybe. I know you had some other stuff for further forward. Just a few. And, yeah. and it's funny because I picked a bunch of songs, you know, for the bands. That, and, I'm, and I'm like, there's even more. Like, because there was other shows. Like, I was thinking about going to see Lesson Jake and Lagwagon, mm-hmm. but I don't need I don't need to play songs by those bands. And the end of the month, like uh, the end of May, I was actually hoping to go over to Detroit to see Violent Femmes and X, and I didn't even remember that. So I just kind of focused on a on maybe the shows that I'm, I was most likely to end up end up going to. I had tickets for two of the three, so um, and I know you have some some different ones. So why don't we why don't we kick off? Let's go like. Uh, Let's go in like chronological order or something. I don't, I don't know. We right. really didn't, really didn't discuss this. So the first one I was going to go see was April second, and it was kind of a weird tour. It was, was going to be right in Grand Rapids. It was uh, against me and Baroness co-headlining. You know Baroness? I've never heard of them. No. See, I've heard of them, but I really don't know them. I think they're I think they're metal, but I'm not sure. But anyway, I guess them and they and against me were friends, and they were going to do a pretty massive tour together. This one is not postponed. This one is in fact canceled. So let's kick things off with an Against Me song. Um, a little bit newer, I guess. I would call this newer. Later in their, I don't know, maybe not. I don't know, mid, mid-period, mid I guess. It's from uh, New Wave, and it's called uh, White People for Peace. So this is Against Me, White People for Peace. Protest songs, try and stop the soldiers' gun. Protest 
White People for Peace by Against you, Me. You you know that song, Neil? I do. I've got that's actually my favorite Against Me album. Really? Um, Interesting. Yeah. yeah, it is a good album. I like it too. I like that. One. It was that was like their major label debut, so I know there is some people that kind of cachet on it. Yeah. As like a, I, 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 no, actually, I, you know what it was? It was my introduction to the band. That was the first thing uh, I heard by okay. them. And then I went back and listened to some other other stuff. Okay. Now, when was that show supposed to be? May 2nd, Saturday. May. Like next Saturday, maybe? Okay. Well, what the heck? 25th? Yeah, it must be next Saturday. Yeah. Yeah, I had uh, Amal and the Sniffers on the Friday. and Which then, was May 1st? Uh, yep. And then Agnostic Front on the Sunday. <laughs> well, that Agnostic Front tour is rescheduled. God, I forgot about that because that was supposed to be in April, wasn't it? I thought Agnostic Front was no, in May third. May third. Oh, May third. Man, yeah. I forgot about that. I mean, so unless it was the... a long, unless it was a long tour, but the the, the show here was May third, supposed to be. Yeah. Do you want to uh, you want to play a song or you want to do some mail or what do you want to do? You want to jump right into one like your first song or? Um. Yeah. You know what? Um. What do you want to hear? Do you want to hear Amal and the Sniffers or do you want to hear Agnostic Front? You know, I like both those things. They both start with A also. Yeah, <laughs> and against me. How about that? It's well, almost like we're, we're doing we're going, the chronological. I thought we were going chronologically. Yeah, alphabetical thing. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's kind of... And then Anti-Flag is after that. I think it was May Double 7th. A, How weird Double is that? I totally forgot about Anti-Flag. That's so funny. Yeah, totally Amo, Agnostic Front, Anti-Flag against me. May 6th, I was going to go see that. Oh. Yeah, that's pretty well, weird. I'm glad... Man, I would have picked like 10 songs. I'm glad I forgot all those things. We could, we could, it would be like, be like a top 40 DJ. We're going to play, spin 30 songs an hour. Um, so yeah, what do you, go ahead, man. What do you play? What you want to play? We'll then maybe do some mail. Uh, yeah, I'm going to do, uh, I'm going to do Agnostic Front, um, classic New York hardcore band, um, Blind Justice from their first album, which is Victim in Pain. Yes. Victim in Pain. Sorry. Yeah. Blind Justice by Agnostic Front. Yeah, I love that. Love that album. That's probably my favorite Agnostic Front album because uh, I didn't dig it when they went metal, obviously. So, so you, so so Agnostic Front, right? Yep. Just to just to because uh, I like Agnostic Front a lot too, and they've kind of yeah they've gone metal and their newer albums are more back to like a punk punk style. Yeah, they, they definitely are. have that. They have that New York hardcore edge to it. Um, his voice, Roger Meir's voice. Hmm. An acquired taste. Do you like it? I do actually, and I, I actually like it so much that I dig his uh, solo records too. 
I think, I think he, that's the hard thing for people is his voice. I think he has like two or two or three solo albums. It's me, pinched you know? kind of. It's got a pinched nasally kind of a thing, and it's it's even more apparent on like the the more recent records because the sound is so much better than the early records. Right. Yeah, and the and the songs are long. You know, the, obviously on that first album, the songs are so short, and he's just yelling. You know, you can't really tell. Well, like I said, the newer albums they've kind of gone back. They've kind of got back to their more more hardcorey sound. But... Yep, which is good. Um, do you do you dig his solo stuff? Have you listened to his solo I've never stuff heard at all? It. Oh, it's actually very much like uh, it's almost social D type type thing. There's a bit of rockabilly in there, and it's it certainly isn't hardcore or you know by any means. It's a lot more rock and roll and uh, than oh. that. So yeah, his solo stuff's worth worth checking out. Actually, is that so? Is that Roger Merritt and the Disasters? Or yes, is that... exactly. Okay. Roger Merritt and okay. the I remember. Disasters. I mean, I'm I'm aware of those. I just never listened to them. Yeah, they yeah, they're worth they're worth checking out. They're good. Yeah. So. Uh... You want me to, want me to, why don't I read this letter from our pal Matthew? Yeah, go ahead. So this is from our from a listener, Matthew Trace, and, I, and he was talking about, the, referring to the A to Z gig. So he said, hi, chaps. Great to hear you. So he's got to be British, right? <laughs> Either that or he's just uh, humoring me. <laughs> <laughs> hi, chaps. Great to hear you recognize the mighty toxic reasons in your gig A to Z. I saw them twice in London, yeah, early, mid-80s, and they were amazing. Saw them again last year and still excellent. Killed by remote control and bullets for you. Not do not get enough love, in my opinion. See, now that's funny because those are after the those are the albums that after the main singer left and the guitar player took over the band. Yeah, Killed by Remote Control is the second album. See, right? they went, yeah. I think they went a little more metal on those two, didn't they? No, Killed by Remote Control is still classic Toxic Reasons, is hard, it? Okay. hardcore. Yeah. Now, Bullets for You, I don't know. Okay. So that might be. Yeah. So really enjoying the show. Best gigs has been a real highlight with such great stories. Finally, Tom, I also have excess pillow issues. What the <laughs> hell is it with the wives and pillows? Keep up the good work and stay safe, Matt. Well, thanks, Matt. And I don't know what to tell you about the pillows thing. I have promised. Uh, we uh, did like a little Facebook push, and we went well over what I said uh, we needed to get to to post a picture of my pillow fortress of solitude. So I will get on that. And nothing has kept me from doing it other than just getting around to it. So well, the funny I'll thing see, is, I'll see what I can do. your wife's going to have to take the picture because it's got to be you with the microphone and shit with the microphone. Just laying like, here laying with it on your, on your, with on your belly on or on your belly, chest yeah. or whatever. <laughs> I don't know about that, man. I'll do it boudoir style. I'll, put, I will, I'll just be laying around in my tidy whiteies and No, uh, that's okay. <laughs> a bucket of fried chicken on my... Fucking no. fried chicken on my belly and a case of PBR next to me. So just like a regular Friday night, then. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a good a good Friday night. I'm going I back. A, I don't. I don't have a close KFC. I, uh... <laughs> I, yeah, t- 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 I tell you what has been good is because of because uh, of the lockdown. You know, all these people doing deliveries and shit. So yeah. we've been able to get uh, the Popeyes chicken sandwiches delivered. That's been there. Nice. That's been a hell of a deal. Have you ever had one of the Popeyes chicken sandwiches? I haven't. So do you have oh. one of those in your town? So oh yeah. Yeah, we have Popeyes all over the place here. Wow. Yeah, so good in the sides, man. On the map, red beans and rice. You know, you got the mm. the biscuits are fantastic over there. The mashed potatoes, good. Yeah, good Popeyes. Who'd have known uh, an old British guy good. was a soul food man, huh? <laughs> I'm a man of mystery. What can I tell you? <laughs> man of mystery. I'm just going back to that piece of mail for a second. Uh, he has yeah. a he has a great '80s uh, hardcore band name there. Excess Pillow Issues, EPI, yeah. a great <laughs> band, I think, you know, they went on tour with Neil DRI. and I have a, a running list of like 50 band names and no band and <laughs> no real ability to start one, so 
<laughs> well, we could do it. We we could do it remotely, just like uh, just like our guest last week. You know, I can, well, yeah, I'll do the bass lines. Doing that now, yeah. you see online these guys playing in different rooms, yeah. and but I think that really works if you already have played together, or you know, I don't think we're. <laughs> I think you have to sort of establish yourself before you can do that. I don't think you can start a band like that. But maybe I'm wrong. I don't know, dude. It's our sh- you know, it's you- our show. We can do whatever we want. We yeah, can have a yes, whole. Sh- but you have those like internet <laughs> issues, and it's like uh, yeah, drops out. Hey, we know when it's time to produce our album, we need to go to Rick Johnson at Cold War Studios, not Bill Stevenson at uh, hey, Blast Room, right? Exactly. It's <laughs> damn straight. I, we can't afford Bill Stevenson anyway. <laughs> I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't want it right now. Thank you very much. Um, uh, so why, why don't we do it? I'll hit up another song and then maybe you can read. Unless you want to, unless you got something else to say about this, I'll, I'll play another song and then you can read another uh, letter. No, play another song, my friend. What do you? Uh, which band? Do you which band do, do we missing next? Do you want me to do back to back because these two bands were playing together? Um, if you no, let's not do back to back. All right, let's not do back to back. You heard you, you, your call. Okay, cool. So the the tour that I'm probably most bummed out about seeing, and it was going to be a little bit of a pain because it was in Detroit, but it was on a Friday night, was the uh, GBH MDC tour. And, of course, all the foreign bands, have they're not even talking about rescheduling. They just canceled all the tours. So I've never seen GBH, and I was pretty excited to see them. Obviously, one of the, they're like a UK 82 punk, you know, metal-edged band, but some great, great songs. So I'm pretty bummed about not seeing them. I've actually been listening to them a ton to sort of, you know, solve my wounds. <laughs> so let's play a classic. Uh, I don't know. I don't know when this came out. Mid-80s? When did the City Baby there's two City Baby albums. Were those mid '80s, early '80s? Um, I think that would have been like '83. Okay. Something like so, because there was, of course, City Baby Attack by Rats, and then City Baby's Revenge are kind of their. I, yeah. I don't know. If I, maybe they're not the classic, but I think those are the classics. A couple of classics. So let's do the title track from uh, City Baby Attack by Rats. <laughs> Yeah. 
City Baby Attacked by Rats. Um, classic of that genre, I believe. And do you know what GBH stands for? That's a lot of lot of uh, that. That's a question okay. I always used to get from my American friends. Oh, I read it some guilt guilty, but uh, I can't remember. No, it stands for grievous bodily harm. Grievous bodily harm. Okay, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. A, it's like a it's, yeah, like, it's, a like, a, it's like a police thing. Yeah, mm. you can be charged with GBH, grievous bodily harm. Excellent. Yeah. Oh, so because so, originally the name was Charge GBH, and yeah. uh, it's funny you see, yeah, you see that on the old albums, but they just kind of I don't know if they kind of dropped that or what. Uh, yeah, I think I got too confusing for people. It was too too long to say or something like that. So, mm. yeah, I don't know that much about them because they were once one of those second wave bands. They got a bit too metal for me, so I I never I never really liked them. But I'll tell you what, I did found funny the other day, and I think I sent you the picture, didn't I? Um, some of those like UK eighty two bands, the classic, they'll, you know, they'll have the classic the classic poses, and they'll have the leather jackets, picture taken by a wall <laughs> yeah. with the leather jackets and the huge spiked hair, you know, uh, yep. held up by Vaseline or whatever, and, you know, all looking mean and stuff like that. And three of the guys... nothing mean about Vaseline, my friend. Three of, the guys, <laughs> three of the guys will look cool, and then one of them... <laughs> there'll be one guy... <laughs> Back with a fucking mustache. Oh, the pedal <laughs> stash, yeah. <laughs> like the pedo mustache. And it's like, <laughs> what? Because they did, there was a guy in GBH like that, and then there was a guy in Blitz like that too. Like the classic Blitz photograph of them standing by a wall looking mean, like mean uh, skinheads or oh, whatever. The one, and then the one guy's got like a big stupid mustache like he's Magnum. <laughs> well, the one guy, uh, like like you look at those like old, the classic like Motorhead lineup. Yeah. Did the drummer have a mustache and, and he had like the spiky hair and yeah. That, yeah, yeah, but that, that kind of worked though, because they were like dirty bikers, right? So that, that that kind of worked. But a it little wasn't bit. like a handlebar; it was just like a mustache. It was just like yeah, it was just like a dirty mustache. It was like a yeah. you know what it looked like? It looked like a teenager mustache. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It was like the ones where they try and grow it, but they really can't. Just look like bum fluff, you know? Um, yeah. But it just always makes me it just always makes me laugh in these these uh, <laughs> these these tough punk or skinhead bands or whatever. And then you always got the guy with it with the pokey mustache. <laughs> did you did you ever have a mustache? No, nah, no, sir, no. So, oh, God, I, I have some. There's some embarrassing photos of me going around, and uh, I have so, to find these. Where, where, so what are these? My, my well, they're you know it's pre digital though, you know. Yeah, yeah. So they're actual photos. So my wife and I went to our senior prom together. Oh wow! And at some point, she and my mother-in-law convinced me that I look good in a mustache. So, mm. so, and it, I just happened to have it like at my senior prom. So it's and it's pretty crappy looking and. My kids just can't make enough fun of it. My mustache, because I had long hair too, of course. And uh, so, if I, I'll have to see if I can find a picture of me in my tuxedo with my yes, we have to see. We have to see that picture. We have to see that picture with you looking like a. It's such a timestamp, you know. I mean, yeah. it's so because you know, like uh, tuxedo styles always always change, of course. So, like, uh, like our senior prom was tails era. Oh no, it gets worse <laughs> and worse. And cumberbund. Oh, shit. oh god. By the time I got married, I think it was still tails, but I think they had gone to the vest. But I, I can't. I can't. Uh, see, that's an American tradition. I never. They, they didn't have that in England. There was nothing. Well, you know, there was no funny. even comparison like that in England. So my kids didn't like. They don't rent tuxes to go to prom and stuff. They just wear suits or yeah, which is kind of worse because like I know I had to pay to rent my own tux, but like I had to buy my kid a suit to go to his. Yeah. See, we didn't so, have we didn't have prom. There was nothing like that in England. When no, I, at no least, formal. I mean, they might do now, but they didn't when I was when I was a kid. It was still very traditional English when I was in the in school back in the in the seventies. So, so you didn't uh, have like dances? No, God, no, hell no. There's nothing really? nothing social at the school. No. Well, if you would have had dances, what songs would you have played at it? 
And it would have been a band whose show you we recently missed. <laughs> no, you know what? I, I don't know. I mean, I, I guess it would have been a, at the time, that would have been like late 70s, early 80s. So maybe mm. like a electric yeah something like that right some kind of new wavy band because that was that was mm. popular in the charts and stuff like that like spandau, Actually, I was just, spandau I was just ballet sag, I was just sagging you into playing another song oh you were well i thought <laughs> i well, I, th- I thought well we certainly wouldn't have had mdc playing <laughs> <laughs> is it oh you want me to do an mdc song or do you want to do a no you want to do one you do, you do, a, do mdc yeah you do your mdc song because that's because that was the bill that you were going to go see that's true. So MDC was opening. MDC from Texas, then San Francisco. I have no idea where they're out of now, as a matter of fact. Now, was it, was there any definitive answer to what that stands for? Was it always millions of dead cops? Because I know they had, See, I, like, multi-death I, corporations, and they changed you know, it by the funny, week. Yeah, well, what they would do is MDC, and then, like, the albums would be different versions of it, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. multi-death corporation and uh, Magnus Dominus Corpus and all, all you know. Um I'm not. Sh- I'm not sure about that. You know, the original band was the Stains, right? Right, the Stains. Yeah, exactly. Um, and they they were from Texas, like I said. Then they relocated to San Francisco. I think the the San Francisco draw was big for so so there was a few bands from Texas who happened to have like gay singers, right? Yes. And, and it was Dix, and it was boy, another great band. We should play a song by sometime. Um, Maybe we already did. I don't know. Where's that spreadsheet, Neil? Where's that spreadsheet? No, we, we, no, we haven't played like, anything. We haven't played okay. anything by the dicks. Well, mental note: play like "Kill from the Heart" or something by the dicks coming up someday. Um, it was the dicks. It was the big boys, and it was MDC, which were all they were all different bands. Definitely, they all had a different sound, but they were all from Texas. They yeah, big, all... yeah. We haven't played the big boys either. We should do that. Those those guys are great. I, I'm not super into the big boys, but I do like a little bit of their stuff. Um, a little too funky, you know. I'm not super funky. <laughs> You're not a you're not a funky guy. Well, I told you, you know, like I don't like the Minutemen. That's like my secret shame. It's like I'm not a big Minutemen fan. Well, t- well <laughs> Any... I don't find the Minutemen funky at all. No, if that's no, no. They're what just, do you find? They're them? just sparse and weird. I don't know. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, maybe. Anyway, I mean, I don't, I don't I, I don't like them either. So me and you are on the same I mean, wavelength I there. I don't love them. I, I mean, I don't hate them. I just it's just like I like some of the songs. I just I just can't really get into them. Um. But yeah, they were all kind of drawn to San Francisco, which obviously had like a, a real, like a much better environment for gay people, right? right? So all those, I think all three of those bands at some point, well, I know the, I know the Dicks did and I know MDC did. I don't yeah, know. Big, if... No, no, the big boys died. Well, no, the big boys didn't. I don't know. They, okay. Yeah. They, they split up. But but I don't know where MDC is out of now. And, and it's pretty much just Dave Dicker, the singer at this point. But I know like Ex-Con Ron came back a while, came a while back and did an album with him. I don't know if... I don't know if there's any other classic members of the band anymore, but their their classic album, of course, is their first LP, and honestly, that's so good. The whole thing, Millions of Dead Cops. Um, I actually struggled with picking a song. My first instinct was, oh, let's do John Wayne was a Nazi, but we'll do that some other time. Yeah, it's too obvious too, isn't it? That's the but one. It's so that's great. the one. That... But let's do. Uh, so this is my other favorite song off that album, which I love almost every song on the album, probably all of them, is. I remember. So this is MDC from their Millions of Dead Cops album, I Remember. I remember getting intimidated and busted at age 13 by the police. I remember my friend Tate Bryan shot in the back in Tampa, Florida for his first defense burglary. I remember the police firing into crowds and killing children because they were the wrong color. I remember the knocks in my high school trying to set me up for a big fall. I remember the police bringing dogs into our school and sniffing away my rights. The police is the clan, is the mafia, and they're all in the police state, and they're out for me, and soon they're going to be out to get you. So you better get going if you know it's good for you, and take your stand. 
See there with I remember and again. You know that song, obviously, right? I mean, oh yeah, awesome. oh yeah, Great. I know that. I yeah, I got, I've got that album. That's uh, one of those classic early hardcore albums that you had to get, right? Yep. I mean, and was... still, you know, and I think it's aged pretty well. Yeah, I, mean, I, I think so. Like, I think I so like too. Yeah. Yep, I agree. Um. So you want to do a letter? Yeah, this one's kind of sad. We just got this one this morning, oh. actually, from uh, our our good friend Mike the Mailman. And which, I believe we've read letters from Mike the Mailman before. Yeah, 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 yeah we have. It makes yeah. me it makes me happy to know that somewhere in Florida, where the sun is shining and the weather is nice, somebody's you know driving around or walking around listening to us. So delivering mail. Hey, Mike. Yeah, looking looking like a. And psycho. I gotta tell you, man, my mailman <laughs> is keeping me sane, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. like a, I'm like an old retired person. I'm just like staring out the window waiting for the mail to come. Hoping <laughs> somebody sent me a record or something. Dude, that's true. You know what? That's that's true. I mean, it it really is. I, I'm so glad that we're still getting um yeah. mail mail deliveries. Even though, fucking FedEx. I mean, I'm I'm happy those guys are still delivering. But complete segue here. But that's what we do, right? Yeah. So I was waiting for. Um, I knew there was a shipment of uh <laughs> of five Macintosh computers getting sent to my house. Um, or to my apartment, I should say. So, I didn't know exactly when they were going to come. So I, I did a, I did a check. Um, yesterday morning. Um, just you know, uh, went to the FedEx site and, and did a lookup, and it said, oh, they were delivered last night at eight thirty. I'm like, what the fuck? I go downstairs to the lobby, and sure enough, there's a huge ass box <laughs> waiting in the lobby. So it's probably like twenty thousand dollars worth of computers. They delivered. The, they didn't ring my doorbell. They didn't ask for a signature. They didn't do any of that stuff. They just dumped this box and left. So isn't that weird? Didn't you think? When you, it, I mean, is, my doorbell well, is, is right I mean, there. Who would, be li- who would be liable? I mean, who would? Because you said it was in the lot. Yep. Just I mean, in, you just live in, in a very small building. There's only yep. three apartments. Right. It's not like it's you know like a, a, a huge. But still, yeah, man. I mean, it's a huge box. It was a huge box. Oh, so it's hard to steal. So you hear about you know these people just like stealing Amazon deliveries and stuff right. off people's front porches. Right. Of course, now everybody's home. You better not be doing that. You get shot. Well, when I when I said it was a huge box, what I meant was it was easy to be seen from the outside. So oh, if somebody oh, oh. was into doing stuff like that, they'd have seen this box and, eh, this, this looks if pretty I'd have good. Known, I would have I would have stole it. Yeah. I would have sold <laughs> yeah. it for half that. I mean, but the, yeah, who's going to be responsible for that? They're not going to want to be responsible for it. And, you're, man, you don't want to tell your employer you, you know, lost $20,000 with computers. It's right. crazy. 
And you know what it was? I was here. So So do you have to do you have to go into people's houses to install those or no? Uh no, what we're gonna be doing is that's why they were all sent to me. So I'm gonna image them up and then uh I'll FedEx them out to whoever needs them. Ah, uh, okay. So cool. that's that's the way that we'll do it. But I just found it strange that my doorbell was right there. They couldn't have, they couldn't have rung it, you know. So I at least knew to come down or whatever, you know, to to pick it up. Yeah. So. Well, anyway. I'm just glad that I don't believe any of my neighbors have turntables. So <laughs> I don't think that any of them are stealing. <laughs> yeah. Or, or if they do, they'll bring them back. They'll just drop Freaking them back off. Plebe streamers. Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, yeah. So you, you go ahead and read. Let's read the sad letter from like the mailman, and then you can play some music. Yeah, that'll hopefully lift our spirits. But knowing yeah. you, you'll probably play music that's depressing. Yeah, too. I'll play some Marcy. I remember is not exactly an uplifting song, for being honest. But that's all right. Um. So Mike has to say, "Hey Neil, just got a ugh, just got caught up with the A to Z episodes." I'm did not... he just? Did he address it to just Neil? He did. Oh, Mikey bastard! I take back all the nice things I was saying about you. No, in but the sunshine. No, I'm just kidding. The, the reason that is is because he goes back on some of the Marcy stuff. So he goes, um, ah, now that uh, now that I yeah, know that the you. The last letter he said Marcy sucks, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so Neil was going to blackball upset. him. Yeah, very upset. But he says, <laughs> now that I know that you've seen Joy Division, it gives you a pass for liking Marcy. <laughs> water under oh, the, there you go. Water you under the bridge. Some. Water <laughs> under the bridge, as far as I'm concerned. Um. Anyway, I know you guys don't get political on the show, but I wanted to share something with you. A young kid, 33, from my local scene here just freaking died, tested Mm. positive with coronavirus, fell into a coma, and is gone. Fucked up thing is, the death certificate says complications related to undiagnosed diabetes. It's horseshit. As punks, we've never believed that the media tell what what the media tells us, but the fact that he didn't he didn't even make the state statistics is a real disservice to giving our community real facts. Additionally, because of social distancing, there was only a service online on some sort of social media, so I had to miss it. Sad because I deliver mail to his parents. So R.I.P. Joey Knuckles. You were always down for a pint and a good tussle. Hmm. Sorry for the bummer. Had to get it out. Found I wish I knew. I wonder if Joey Knuckles was in a band or something. I'd be. I mean, I'd be more than happy to play a song or something. If yeah, or was he just a scenester? I don't yeah. know. I might get back to us on that when you listen to this. If he if he actually did something musically, we'd definitely play a yeah song in his honor. Yeah, for sure. And with a name like Joey Knuckles, you figure he'd, uh, he's either a boxer or he had to be in a band, right? Because that's like assume, a real punk yeah, rock well, band. Well, it sounds like he's not afraid of a tussle. So yeah. And I don't know that we could give him a proper 21-gun salute, but I could probably open my window and crack off a few shots from my 9mm. <laughs> you fucking psycho. <laughs> um, anyway, just try to lift your spirit, lift our spirits back up. Yeah. But no, that, that does suck. Well, he said he's not, finished, he's not finished yet. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. Hold your horses. Because he says, sorry for the bummer. Had to get it out. Family yeah. and I still doing well down here. Hoping same for you all. Oh, yeah. One last thing. The federal government still hasn't given us any PPE. So here's my current getup. And he sent us a photo of him in his uh, in his mailman outfit, and he's just got this like plaid bandana, you know, tied around his tied around his nose and mouth. So that sucks that they're not even giving the mail people, you know, just even a cheap surgical mask or something. Mm. So that's a that's a real shame. Much love up the punks, mailman Mike. So uh, thanks, thanks for writing Mike. in, mailman Mike. Hope you're enjoying the shows, and hope we're help hoping to keep you guys sane during this uh, during this nonsense through your every through your daytime job. So. We're 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 cranking out as much as we can stand, exactly. as far as as far as making hours of entertainment. And I know it's just a tiny small thing, and it really doesn't make the world a better place. But if you can, you know, make your 
work a little easier or whatever. It's, yeah. It's all good. Yeah, it's almost like being in a bar just drinking with us. So, you know. If Pretty I met... much. And I'm on call for work this week myself, so I can't drink. So we'll get back to that next week. Well, to tell you what, maybe we will have a drinking show where we actually – you know, stop every 10 minutes to take a drink or something like that, you know, well, so we can, so we we can tried, do it around the, li- around the land. We, we had a loosely themed drinking show before, but I really, but it was like, we recorded in the afternoon. I'm like, I just can't get loaded on Saturday afternoon or Sunday afternoon or whatever. Of course so. you can. And we'll have one where we, I, uh, not, I, I know you're more of a day drinker than I am and I'm, I'm all good with that. I'm not a huge day drinker. I will do it a couple of times a year and maybe next time you and I get together in the flesh will be one of those times, but yeah, I'll be good. I don't do it very often, so that's no. Right. No, I'm yeah. just thinking. I was just thinking it'd be kind of a cool idea if we if we did a show and then you know ten minutes in we're all like, okay, everybody take a drink now. So everybody oh, there can, you go. everybody gets drunk on the show. Every together. time Neil says you know. the c word, we take a drink. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right. Um, well, that's yeah. Cool. That's good. I mean, I'm sorry to hear about your pal, Mike. And like yep. I said, get back to us on that. And if. Uh, Man, I hope everybody else is being safe. You know, I mean, I I I feel like we created this weird little kind of community here, and I think part of it has thrived because we're all kind of stuck together. You know, Neil and I have been we communicate with we've made friends honestly with a lot of the people who are yeah, really early yeah, listeners at least exactly. And uh, you know, I I don't I just you know we all kind of we're all in this together, and I uh, hope everybody's safe. You know, not to get too. Well, the interesting Sappy. the interesting thing about that was um, he was suggesting that uh, that they weren't saying that was a COVID death just to try and keep the death number down or something like that. Which he's in Florida, right? And uh, I don't so, know. So you were talking about the the Democratic Democrat Republican thing, and right? Once again, I think this is another issue where because I've heard that too, where. Most of the young people who were dying had something else undiagnosed, which I got to say, that's the one thing that scares the heck out of me. I'm like, who knows what I got undiagnosed? You know, I never go, I never go to the doctor. Part of me says, I'm, I'm, you know, in my forties, I'll be fine. But, but the thing is, you know, it's so political once again, you know, you, you get the information that maybe some of the states are literally everyone who dies is just being labeled as a COVID, even if it's a hundred year old person who is going to die the next day anyway, they're they're trying to crank up the numbers and maybe a different side of the political spectrum is trying to keep it down. So once again, I, I think we're getting false information from essentially both sides of the political spectrum. And there's so much information. It's just so trying to discern what's really going on is, is very difficult because the fact of the matter is everybody has a reason to lie to us. Yeah, no, that's so. true. And and the media has the, I don't, it's just all bad news. It's just all sensationalist bad news. And it's upsetting. Yep. And, uh, you know, Mike, maybe it will get you turned on to Morrissey because in, uh, in Morrissey's song, Spent the Day in Bed, he says, stop watching the news because the news contrives to frighten you. So uh, it's true. It's wise, hun- wise words. 100% wise, wise true. Words. Yes. So all there right. you go. Why it all comes back to Morrissey. Why don't you play another song, yeah? All right. I am going to play because uh, Mike is angry about that. I'm going to play the uh, Emil and the Sniffers song, Gacked mm. on Anger, which, uh, is, a, a, which is a very angry song. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, and I'm angry that I'm missing them in, uh, next Friday. So mm. Emil and the Sniffers from Australia, Gacked on Anger.
All right. Gacked on anger by Emil and the Sniffers. And I'm not sure quite sure what gacked means. I'm a, oh, really? It's I, not uh, a. It doesn't translate in. No, it must be. Uh, it must be uh, something they said in prison, you know, because they're with them all being convicts and that, you know. Um, <laughs> so, it must be. A trend. You're such. You're so loyal to the crown, Neil. Thirty-five years in the United States, and you're still loyal to the crown. Yeah. Uh, this hold is on. a guy. Th- this is a guy who thinks that Braveheart is anti-British propaganda. <laughs> it fucking is. It, everything that guy did. It was that nutcase well, that made fun, those movies. Fun. It's funny, you know, we watch all these shows where it's, you know, Scottish independence and Irish independence and, and, you know, all that stuff. And I'm just like, every, I, I can't, I probably say, man, the British were such bastards. I probably say that to myself twice a week watching TV because, you know, that the Imperial British were, they were bastards, man. I mean, I not, I don't really hold you personally responsible for things that happened in the 1400s or the 1800s. But Listen, we what civilization to the world, all right? That's Just true. Well, you know that off. that is you know that is there's upside and downside to everything, right? You know. Yeah. I hear all these kids now. Oh, capitalism is evil. I'm like, well, it might be, but man, you wouldn't have half this. The reason it's so great, you know, the world is where we are because of capitalism too. You know, you can't throw out the baby with the bathwater. Uh, yeah, and I love uh, Billy Bragg. You know, he's my uh, prime example of that shit. Like the sh- champagne socialist. Yeah, capitalism is bad. This is bad. He lives in a $3 million mansion. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, well, I'll, I'll believe it when you move into a fucking two flat in, in the <laughs> middle of London, you know, instead of yeah. a $3 million mansion on, on the seaside in, the, in Dorset or something. So, well, it, it's, you know, I'm, I'm a suburbanite. And I know you're 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 not exactly a suburbanite, but you're not in the city center either. And I do I do really feel bad for people who live in the city through this. Cause like, you know, once, once the weather is good, I got a lot of space, you know, we're, we're, I, I don't know. It's, it's tough, man. It's I, tough. And I, and I'm not, I'm not defending outright defending capitalism. I'm really not. I'm I just, I, I know there's lots of issues with the, the current system and, and, you know, it's just, it's, you know, everything's, I, I'm afraid in the current political argument, everything's become a shouting match and everything's black and white and all the nuances are lost and nothing's as simple as people would like to make it on their Facebook post, you know? Yeah, Facebook. Yeah, yeah. Let's so, all, let's argue on Facebook. It's great. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So 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 where was Aim, where were Aim and the Sniffers going to be at? They were going to be playing Lincoln Hall. Okay, that's a pretty is, good sized place. It's yeah, and it's uh, close to one of my favorite English pubs in the city as well. So that would actually have been a fun night. We would have been able to have a mm. few pints at the Red Lion and then go to uh, go to Lincoln Hall. That would have been the all right. Red Lion. Now I've never been to that one. Maybe we'll have to go there next time and tell. Yeah, it's all right. It's a bit. Bit touristy kind of thing. Oh, you know? not as good as uh, our not as good as our little Scottish place. No, that's sort of... no, that's a real dive. I love that place. Yeah, it's sort of. <laughs> well, it's 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 amazing to me that it's not more popular because popular I mean, on a Friday good, night. It's good for it's good for us, I guess. We can get that same table in the corner. Popular on a Friday night because they have unlimited all you can eat fish and chips, and the fish and chips ah. is fantastic. So it'll be popular then. But yeah, on a normal night, yeah, there's not that not that many people in there. That's so cool. to, the Duke of no. Perth. Duke of Perth, that's right. Yeah. Oh, great. Yeah. Now it's going to get busy. Well, they deserve to get busy because having those, they might go. go out of business. They do have great fish and chips, and I know they have good that Scottish ale that you Yo, Oh, my God, Bellhaven. Yes, please. Thank you. So so to clarify, okay, so we were talking about these shows. I was probably going to go see GBH and MDC at a great place in Detroit called The Sanctuary, which has a new location that I've never been to yet. I'm super anxious to get there. And I think as things open up, I think the smaller clubs are definitely going to open up before the – you know, I don't know that we're going to have – baseball games and football games this year i think i think football will go ahead i don't don't know about baseball yeah i think i I think think the nfl is still so in with trump and then military and shit that i think the nfl is going to go ahead (laughs) yeah it could be well what about wasn't trump in like in the xfl like the wrestling football (laughs) 
No, it's <laughs> Vinnie McMahon. He owned he owned the XFL. Yeah, but I yeah. thought are Trump and Vince McMahon buddies. They are very very big buddies. Yeah, Vince McMahon's actually. I mean, yeah, uh, Trump is actually in the uh, WWE Hall of Fame. Believe it or not. Wow. Yep. Well, that'll that maybe that'll make up for him not making it into the presidential Hall of Fame. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, no, I think he might get into that, but not for uh, good reasons. Maybe. Yeah. Um. But getting back to the club thing, I I actually saw um online yesterday. It was actually kind of sad, Tom, and uh. I hope this doesn't come Great, to pass. More sadness, please. Well, it was interviews with um, somebody, the two of the club owners in Chicago, talking about shows. Actually, it was someone that runs uh, Subterranean, which is one of my favorite venues in the city, and yeah. uh, someone that runs, uh, I think it was Hideout. And they were saying that things might never get back to normal, because even when things open up again, the capacity of the venues is going to have to go way down because they're going to have yeah. to do something still about well, social distancing. So they might have to like half the uh, the capacity and they might have to even go i mean they were even talking about doing things like putting like tape down on the floor and stuff it, so people stand don't stand side. so close to That's don't stand retarded. so close to each other that. no but i'm just saying this is what this is what uh, the venues are thinking about right now you know so you know if they do get told that they can open up again but you know people still have to do social distancing they're gonna have to do shit like that so they're all thinking of how they can reopen but reopen safely so maybe in the it's, maybe it's in the people's republic of illinois here in michigan we're gonna be <laughs> hugging and tongue kissing and first chance to get i i'm never coming up to michigan for a show that, that sounds you love it dude we'll shoot guns out the window it's it's it's, it's amazing it's, it's like the fucking wild west the way you make it out man it's like it's, it's, it's really not yeah. but it's i was uh out driving the other day and i realized how you know we 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 you know there's city centers but there's a lot of farmland it's definitely it's definitely like i said i, I actually feel fortunate the situation we're in, you know, like I have a big outside, like I said, once summer hits, if we're still on in June, man, it, I'm going to be, I'm going to be happy if, you know, if it's still the same situation, but no, well, maybe not happy, but it'll be a lot easier. The weather's been hit or miss at best. Oh, it is one day up the next day down. Yeah. It's been weird. Yeah. yeah. So why don't I, uh, why don't I play another song? Yeah, play a song. Um, play a song off your list. You still have a couple to go, I think. I do. Well, and like I said, I forgot about half the shows we we're gonna. Go, I was gonna go see, but um, we mentioned them, of course, in passing. Um, but the other one I was gonna go see. This was gonna be on my my birthday, my forty seventh birthday. I was gonna go see on a Monday night, Dropkick Murphys and Rancid, which they were actually gonna be playing at like a small hockey rink that holds like five thousand. I doubt they would draw that. It's funny you were saying that like capacity is going to go down i'm like don't worry in grand rapids punk show capacity could be half the club and it's still it's still be fine because that's all it usually draws anyway. yeah 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 especially the stuff i go see the old man stuff um so yeah and and it was like one of those things it's hardly a dream show for me at this point but it's like ah it's local you know it's literally like 15 minutes away you know did you buy tickets for this yet or i did do you know? i have tickets oh, which have is tickets. great because i actually so you know you know this as well as anybody the fees are what kills you on the tickets yep Offensive. So when I it's can, I'm, I work in I work in Grand Rapids, so I I just drive to the venues and buy the tickets. Well, that's good. So so I'm sitting on all these tickets, and the clubs are closed. It's like, what am I going to do with them? You know? Yep. At least the online stuff, theoretically, they give you your money back, right? You know, eventually. Even though I noticed like Ticketmaster is a thirty, they're saying thirty days, which I think the only reason for that is just to jerk you around as much as they're legally <laughs> able to do. Um, and I, I'm not sure. I don't know that I've got my money back yet from from uh, Subhumans. I'm still. Well, has I it been watch of, as, as the rancid one being canceled or just postponed? No, it's been postponed. Oh, so in that case, you probably won't get your money back then. 
Well, but they're going to have to cancel it, right? I mean, they're, maybe in the fall. I mean, I, I'm holding on. You know, I still have four. I have four tickets, me and Scott, for Sloppy Seconds at Reggie's in Chicago and the Lyric Room in Green Bay, Wisconsin. And I, I mean, I'm sure, the, you know, I'll get my money back, but I would, I'm still holding on to those, hoping that, you know, those shows are able to be rescheduled maybe in the fall or, or something. I don't know. Hey, hey, do, like, you, do you have any It's in? like with no shows coming up. It's like if I had at least something in the fall, I could have a little light at the end of the tunnel. Sure, right? of course, yeah, yeah. Well, do you do you have any ins with any people that like own clubs or work at any of these clubs or anything? Because I was thinking maybe we could have them on as a guest and ask them what they're what they're planning to do when when things eventually do open again, if they are. You know, I, you know pot- potentially. I mean, obviously. So we had Rick Rick Johnson on from Mustard Plug the other day and Sharknoid, and he works at the club, and we had a oh, private right. conversation yep. about this. And I don't want to, and and it was off the record, so I don't want to get into it too much. But he gave us a little bit of an idea of what some of the local clubs here are looking at, and I wouldn't say it's good news. Oh, dear. Yeah. Um, at least on my time frame, which is, you know, I don't know. And, and, of course, we talked to Matt Swisher, who's our buddy, kind of our spirit, one of our spiritual advisors about the show, tells us when we're good and when we suck and whatnot. <laughs> and I, I asked him, you know, and, and Indiana, you know, he's hoping maybe he can open his shop back up, you know, the beginning of May. But his, I think he had kind of a wise approach. He's like, but it's, you know, the employees have to be comfortable with it. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. He's not going to, you know, but maybe, he, you know, the fact that he could probably go himself and work or I don't know. Well, I'll tell if you he, what, if I, he well, opens up and Michigan locks down, I seriously might take a day trip down there. Well, I'll tell you what, though, if you were, if that was your job and you hadn't had a paycheck in six weeks, you might yeah. be, you might determine that you're going to, well, you're going to take the chance. You know? I mean, he works a day job, obviously. The record shop is not his livelihood, but once your day job has to start paying for your hobby job then you know things get a little ugly you know right um but uh yeah all our record store friends you know i i the big ones the little ones i really uh oh i don't know and like i said if if michigan if if indiana opens back up and michigan open doesn't open back up i might take a day trip down there and do a little record shopping i gotta i need i can use some like i need like a trip to ikea <laughs> so maybe we'll drive down to Indianapolis. I don't. I don't know. So, well, there's an IKEA around here. But talking of IKEA, I yeah, actually it's ordered. It's gonna be closed till June. I, I I ordered some stuff online, thinking it'll just be like Amazon, and I'll I'll get it. I check the shipping. It, it's not gonna get to me till like mid May. I'm like, mm. what the f- what? We've got we've gotten kind of spoiled, haven't we? Yeah, but I you know they're not meeting people face to face to just be able to ship stuff, right? I mean, shipping mm. shouldn't be delayed, should it? I don't know. They're working in a warehouse. They're not making out with people. What? We can't. <laughs> we just because there's apocalypse going on, we can't be inconvenienced. Damn straight. Listen, I need those poster frames. I've got Thank a, you. I've got oh. a signed penetration poster. I have to have. There you go. And Thank God I for need, discogs, right? I need that. Actually, no. I've had this in my collection for thirty five years. I've just never never had a frame for it because it's a really weird size because it's a European poster, right? So mm. the cool thing about IKEA being yeah, a European store. Swedish. They have, they have they have weird poster frames sizes, you know. So I just realized that, and so I ordered them up, and now I won't have them for another four weeks. It's most upsetting. Don't dictate. You know, we have we ever played penetration? Where's we never have. We never we have. Don't actually. dictate sometimes. Yep. That's great yeah. Was, All right. Let's. Uh, so story. I'm going to play another song, right? That's what we we're getting to. I'm going to do. Uh, <laughs> yes, you were. Dropkick Murphys, and of course, I'm going to do an old one. Um, from the first album, Do or Die, this is, because I think we, I feel like I played Barroom Heroes previously for some we did, reason. We did on the drinking show, number 21. Oh, the drinking we did. show. Okay, yeah. okay, that makes sense. 
Um, so this, let's do another one that I think is the same spirit of, as that one. It's called Fight Starter Karaoke. Start a karaoke there by the uh, doesn't take a big man to knock somebody down by the lovely Dropkick Murphys. Indeed. Back when they were pretty killer, honestly. Yeah, yeah, good band. Yeah, the first two albums are uh, excellent. Like those a lot, but we've talked about them before. I and you'll be happy to know. And they hardly need us to help them out. No, fuck no, God no. Even though they, I'm sure there are some Patrick's Day uh, coffers uh, took a hit this year. That's but, true because uh, they are one of the like ten or twelve punk bands that actually make a living playing music yeah yeah um but because we talked about them on the streaming thing right we talked about the streaming shows and you'll be yeah. happy and you'll be happy to know that uh tonight i think i think coldplay are doing an online streaming uh streaming oh, concert boy. so i'm sure you'll be uh if you can't sleep tonight just watch that and you'll <laughs> if you sleep within five uh, minutes you know yeah I don't, I don't, man i can't imagine yeah it's it's yeah, it's craziness, and and you know you and I've talked about this, and we'll mention it again really quickly. Watching a band play is only a small fraction of going to shows. Oh yeah, maybe not a small fraction, but it's only a part of it. Part of it is the social experience and raising a pint with your friends, and you know it's just it's just I, I understand bands are doing what they can do, and and it is what it is. But I'm having a real hard time getting into it, and we'll see. Maybe if another two months from now, if there's still no shows, maybe I'll. 
try, but I I just soon listen to a record as watch that. No, I definitely agree because also I mean I think the bands would agree because a lot of the bands you know a live performance from a band a lot of it's driven by the crowd and the performance they're getting from the crowd and the energy they're getting from the crowd yep. and stuff like that and basically what we're doing is we're watching bands practice. I mean, that's bas- yeah, that's basically what we're doing, pose, right? Yeah, sort of posing like teenagers while they practice to yep. try to look like yep. playing to the crowd. Exactly. So it, it's just kind of weird, you know, to tell to tell you the truth. It is. Well, and but... it's you know I was just talking, you know. It's funny, you know. You and I are both huge Discogs fans. Yes. And and I'll notice I notice a different pattern in my buying behavior. And I'll we'll talk about this for a minute. And then I'll let you got one more song, right? I I do. I do have one more song. Okay, and then, then I got one more song. Yep. So well, like I said, we're gonna we're actually gonna double dip today. We're gonna do a guest in a little bit. Um, but um, so I, I've always been a big Discogs fan. You, you too. You know, we're always ordering shit. Matter of fact, right now I'm finding myself like my wife just got her unemployment, so we're we're actually doing pretty well. If we're being honest, you know. I mean, sorry if you're not. I I, I don't. I hope you're glad to know that we are. <laughs> that we are. But anyway, uh, so I've I've been kind of on a spree. I can't go to record stores. I can't go to shows. I'm probably spending less, you know. So I actually have to force myself to like wait for one package to arrive before I order another one. Because okay. I hate I hate tracking multiple packages at once. It makes me anxious. I don't know. Um, I get that because so, I'm waiting for four right now. <laughs> so I got some stuff. I got some stuff coming right now. But here's the other thing I find strange, and I because I, I never did this before. I'm actually seeking out specific stores that I like to buy from on Discogs, which I never did before. I was always like, hey, I am looking for this single or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now it's like I like that store. I don't. I want to help them out. So I'm actually seeking out individual stores have you found yourself doing that yeah and you know what that's a really great way to help out those individual stores too um you know because oftentimes on if you go on discogs and stuff you know i hope i mean i I don't know if it's enough but no but it's something right it's like like normally i would i would go with whoever's cheapest right but now if it's a store that i know you know and i've bought from them before or whatever i will always try and but you know, buy back from them again because it's uh yeah that's they must be Ge- really really and, suffering you know. And geographically, I'm you know this like I said stores that I've been to. Even though nothing irritates me more than when I order something from a store in Detroit or something, then I have to pay tax on it, and I look at the sh- look at my tracking, and it's in Iowa. Well, I th- yeah. Or yeah. Chi- it, it should, I shouldn't say Detroit because I don't know that that happens with Detroit. But like when I order something from Chicago and it's in Iowa, I'm like I could drive down there and get it. Well, the annoying thing is. Because there's when a lot I, of stores in Chicago that are selling out. If I buy from Europe, sometimes I get charged whatever the VAT or whatever it is in Europe, and I should not be paying that. I should not be paying sales tax in a foreign country. Um, mm. So, yeah, that's. But it's like, are you gonna are you gonna argue about it? You know, with someone that you're buying a Devo album from them for twenty euros or whatever, and thanks gonna, a lot, Obama. You're gonna you're gonna <laughs> you're gonna complain about the two euros you got to pay for whatever. I don't know. <laughs> it, but it's just annoying, right? Because I shouldn't be paying that basically. All right. Why don't you? Why don't you? That was long. That was long winded, wasn't it? Yeah. Let's yeah. play another song. Uh. Well. Yeah. Well. I'll tell you what. We'll do the. Uh, we'll do the record collecting uh, on our next solo yeah, show def- because we. Because bought... I, I actually got some stuff coming, and I kind of want to wait until I get it. Yeah. I. I'm talking about that having multiple things in the post at once. It makes you tense. It really does. But I'll tell you what. On that day. When sometimes you get in and there's like three packages waiting for you. It's like Christmas, oh, it's too dude. Much. It's no, too much. It's like though. Christmas. You want to spread out because it's like 
you only have so much to look forward to in these stay-at-home days. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, I get, but it, it always does seem to be that way. Like, I'll be waiting on, like, three or yep. four albums or three or four packages or whatever, and uh, nothing, 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 and then they all show up on the same day, which makes that day great. But Meanwhile, then you got a stack, a new stack of stuff, and you, it takes a while to get through it, because I know you just yes. listened to some stuff that you got, like, a month or two ago. Yeah, um, I've been, yeah, I've, I've, it depends if I'm in a vinyl mood or not, or if I'm just going to listen to mp3s on my computer when i'm working right because that's easier depending on what i'm concentrating on at the time but uh i would listen to vinyl all day yesterday and that's another show we got to do is we got to talk about you know because we both collect collect vinyl and we both play vinyl obviously but a lot of people are just getting back into vinyl again and they don't know what kind of record player they should be getting or what kind of setup they should do so you know we can both talk about us i don't know if i'm the right guy to talk to about that all my stuff's like from the mid-90s but yeah no but that's fine though i mean you know just just giving people an idea because some people have never had a record player before so they have it, no idea what they're even supposed to buy. If it closes up into a suitcase and it comes from Walmart, don't buy it. There's <laughs> yeah. our first tip. <laughs> yeah, there you go. It'll scratch yeah. the piss out of your vinyl records. Yep. Uh, your valuable records. Yeah. So exactly. Right, so what What's your next song? Uh, my next song is, and this is the show I'm most upset about missing. Um, oh, meteors. I, We've talked about, yeah, we talked about the medias before. Obviously, the you know first psychobilly band. You know, I I was talking about them. On the A to Z, seeing them at the gallery in Manchester, all the violence and stuff like that. Um, you know, but the reason I'm so upset to be missing them, A, they never tour the Midwest. They occasionally tour the West Coast, but they never come through the Midwest. And they were supposed to be playing Reggie's on Friday, the 8th of May. And that would have been an amazing show because, you know, the main guy is getting, getting on now. He must be in his 60s. And so who knows how much longer they'll be, you know, they'll be touring. Um, so I was... Uh, hey, maybe he'll go for the Charlie Harper model. Maybe he'll be doing it at 75. I mean, he might. And he, you know, he's supposed to be a Satanist. So maybe he's made a deal with the devil. So maybe he's going to live forever. I mean, who the fuck knows, right? <laughs> but uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'm super upset about, about missing them. And I hope that they reschedule. But uh, I'm not holding my breath, you know, to be fair. So anyway, I am going to play... Um, I was... Torn between two songs, uh, Slow Down Your Grave Robbing Bastard, um, but I think I'm going to go with the classic Mutant Rock, which uh, actually have a tattoo of the Mutant Rock single on my arm. People think it's Frankenstein, but it's not. Um, so this is Mutant Rock by The Meteors. <laughs> Come on, let's rock. Come on, 
there you go. One of my favorite man back in like '82. I absolutely mental uh, to that mm-hmm. song. Mutant so, well, like when we meteors. when we first started doing the show, one of the things we did, and, and we will probably get back to it at some point. We'll see. We, we were doing a thing where we were having each other listen to like a band that the other person hadn't really heard, and you had me listen to Meteors. Yep. And it's first cool album. Yeah. I, yeah. I'll tell you what. It, it, this this pandemic time, I, my job has shifted a little bit, so I'm not running around as much. I'm more anchored in a specific building, and. I have been listening to so much music. If there's an upside to this, I tell you, it's been it's been amazing. Yeah. I wish I I wish I kept like a tally of, you know, it'll be like, cause I, so I use Spotify, which sucks. I'm not a big not a big fan of it, but it's better than like YouTube or or one of those other things. Because the thing I don't like about Spotify is it won't let you listen to whole albums unless you have like the premium service. So it's like, oh, I want to check out the new Screeching Weasel album. It will, um, play like two songs from the new album, and then it'll just start. Scra- you know ram you know scrambling it like right, doing right, like right. A... yeah so but man it's it's been so good honestly i i really you know you know a band like broken bottles who i like yes. back i liked them back in the day but i never really took the time to listen to them and i'm like wow this is so good or but i'll i'll listen to you know i listen to against me for an hour i listen to gbh for an hour i listen to you know, just kind of like an hour and after like two commercial breaks, boom, then I switch to the next band. And it, it's, it's been great. If there's an up, like I said, if there's an upside to this and well, you know, there's been other upsides too. You know, I, I get to see my adult kids more than I have. And it's, it's, you know, I'm trying to, I know you've been spending more time with family probably than you yeah. had been previously. Yeah. And, every day pretty much. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I'm beating that stay at home order and, uh, and, and going out and visiting, which, uh, there I'm not go. like, I'm not like, out and about though i'm just driving straight to the house and going in well, and, and, and hanging and, and, out you know, you know the fact of the matter is you know i i there's there's five people in this house um and my son and my oldest son and his wife have been here quite a bit so and, and the fact of the matter is i've had my parents over we've gone over to my parents we've like within the family unit you know we've all been around each other it's you know it is what it is all right arrest me kick yeah. down my door on Easter Sunday, kick down my door and tell us we can't have ham with 16 people or whatever. <laughs> How was the ham? Was it good? It was good. Yeah. Lots of leftovers. Oh, it was, that... like an imp- it was like an impulse buy. I was at the grocery store. I'm like, oh, ham's 88 cents. I'm going to grab this big ass ham. It was good. How was your grocery store tri- trips been? Have they been weird? Any, so, any good stories? So as of, so as of uh, midnight on Sunday, we are also required to wear masks. So I think we might maybe run out tomorrow we've been dude everybody's been eating so much because we've been home so like the kids are all home so it's i we last time we went was last week or whatever we spent 300 bucks on groceries i mean the groceries have been yeah insane yep so but anyway yeah so they, we have to start wearing a mask for the next two weeks starting sunday or starting monday sunday midnight so i think maybe we'll run out and get a few things on sunday and then hopefully ride it out for two weeks out hmm. of the freezer or whatever but yeah. we'll, we'll see what happens the weirdness for me is I'm not I'm not I'm, I haven't been wearing a mask and I and I don't really care to to be honest. And the fact of the matter is they're saying we're supposed to, but there's no criminal. It's like our governor loves to make these rules, but then she doesn't. There's no teeth behind it, so there's no, you know, like in California, if you're not wearing a mask, businesses are not supposed to serve you. Right, right. right we're not right. doing anything like that here. There's yeah. no criminal element to it so it's anyway i i don't know i mean i suppose i mean you can't make criminals out of people for not wearing masks that would be insane well the thing the thing that tickled me so my actually my the town i live in skokie um we have a high 
I guess we have a high incident rate of uh, of COVID, but I think that's mm. just because we have a hospital right here, so more people are getting tested. You know what I mean? I think that's the only yeah. reason why we're getting there's there's a higher rate here. So the mayor um, said two weeks ago that if you go into any store at all in Skokie, you have to wear a mask, right? You can, you don't have to wear one if you if you're outside running or something by yourself. Yeah. But if you go yeah, into any public place, you have to wear a mask, which was interesting. But I wrote back and, and said, "Listen, that's fine." Tell us where we can buy a fucking mask because there's nowhere where you can get them. Get them online. Yeah, they might be delivered in two weeks. But well, you know, that, that's the thing too. They're saying it's pretty much anything. You literally can pull your t-shirt up over your nose. Yeah, which is and it meets the standard. Yeah, which is. But once again, insane. you got different different health bodies are saying different things about this, and some of them are saying you know that, that that's silly. So I, I I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, so well, yeah, I, so we, I, we I, might I, have to at work. You know. It, it, I don't know what we're going to do at work because once again, I was talking to my boss, who's also a good friend of mine who, you know, he's saying, I can't get these things either. You know, he's like, we have this requirement by the state now to provide these, but you know, you can't get them. Right. So I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. So I said, I you know, so, so, so I said, I, I wrote back and said, listen, if we're going to do this, you know, if you're making it mandatory, then you have to make them available for pickup at like the police station or at a hospital or something, you know, whatever. But, uh, he said, piss up a rope. Yeah, got a lot of likes on that one, but nothing happened. Uh, you know, well, like, yeah, the mayor didn't reply. Ah, so uh, hard to believe. Go. Yeah, you know, if he knew that you were Liverpool, Neil from the Punk Damn Till I straight. Die podcast, yes, he probably would have answered. That's and what. What is that? It's Punk Till I Die seventy seven at Gmail. Oh, dude, you know what we should have done? We missed a trick here. We could have made Punk Till I Die masks and sold them for like ten bucks a piece or something like there that. There you right? go. Yeah. Well, I saw there was some cool up. like punky ones that people were selling from Etsy and stuff. Yeah. Like Ramones ones. And they were cool, but they were like 15 bucks. I'm like, I'm not buying that. Right. Yeah. Um, uh, but I mean, they were cool. I mean, I appreciate the effort. Um, but yeah, Punk Till I Die 77 at Gmail. <laughs> just, just, and, just thinking, just thinking of all the, all the, like all the possibilities. Yeah. All the things that might happen at shows in the future. You know, you'll have your t-shirt, your, your Misfits t-shirt for 40 bucks and then they'll have a Misfits mask because everyone's going to be wearing masks. I mean, that's well, weird, I, right? That's going to be mean, weird. Everybody go, knows the Misfits will sell anything. I mean, going to shows is going to be weird though because you are going to have people going to shows in masks and stuff. So it's going to be <laughs> weird. You know, I, years ago, one of the stupidest pieces of merch I ever bought was at a Suicidal Tendencies show. I bought like the Suicidal Tendencies bandana. Okay, Maybe yeah, yeah. Maybe you can finally use that thing, Tyler. Exactly. <laughs> now it's perfect. I mean, now just, you're up with the fashion. I don't know if I'm at a punk show or a freaking train robbery from the 1800s. What's going on? <laughs> fucking Billy the Kid, you and your 9mm. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> there you go. I mean, I don't have any revolvers, but I could get one. Yeah. If, uh, if when this is all over, with my, if I still have stimulus money left, I don't know. Maybe I'll get a, have to get an AR-15 or something. We'll see. Yeah, that'll be good. We'll yeah. see. I'll just sit on my roof and just wait for this, like, come on, apocalypse. I'll get, like, a case of PBR and my AR-15 and, you know, my MAGA hat and just sit on, <laughs> sit on the roof <laughs> wait for the zombie apocalypse. It's just like zombie land, basically, yeah, at, at exactly. this point. Yeah. All right. Oh, you so, want to play okay. one more song, buddy? Yeah, I'm going to play one more song, and then we will uh, take a little break and, and uh, I don't know, get back to it. So, anyway, uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks, thanks for all the new facebook likes share yep. with your friends yep. you know uh uh email address again is punk till i die 77 at gmail.com yep. or hit us up on facebook uh punk till i die 77 uh, we podcast. usually respond to messages when we can if we're not overwhelmed so yeah we're um, yeah we're, we're, we're pretty good about getting back to people i think you know so yeah. i mean basically it all feels like friends at this point you're not really it like does. Well, listeners and us we're all together us. 
especially yeah. the people who've been with us yep. from the beginning, which is not to say that you, that we were really, and we're thrilled that, that we seem to be gaining ground and definitely picking up some new listeners, which is fun. Yep. Um, and, uh, it, it, <laughs> we, I, I know we're probably not what you're used to, but uh, it's okay. <laughs> Whatever that so, means. <laughs> Go on, man. What are you playing? Um, we're going to do a rancid song from the, um, and I'll come the wolves album. Let's do Olympia, Washington. Okay. Olympia, Washington by rancid.
there you go and that's a i mean that album is classic from start to finish i mean that's it's it's almost untouchable like that one i mean every track you could have picked any track off that album and it would have all been good exactly yeah that's a great great record i'm you know last time we did well last time we did it with rick i had to stop i had to run away twice to pee yes that last episode uh number 32 and i was only drinking water it's like i'm on call for work i'm not drinking alcohol if that makes anybody feel any better um, today I'm drinking coffee and I've finally just reached my limit right now. And my wife just came in and gave me the evilest eye because I took the rest of the coffee and stole my big coffee mug. So that's why I was, if you've sensed a pause there. There was a I, pause. <laughs> I felt like something, the, did I say something bad I shouldn't have done? Did I say the C word again? <laughs> no, not that I remember, but there's always next episode. Yeah. So, all right. Hey, thanks everybody. Thanks for listening. Yep. Be careful. Be safe. Yep. See you next time. Stay free. Bye.